Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Mark Carlotto back with us, the aerospace engineer. More than 30 years of experience in satellite imaging, remote sensing, image processing, and pattern recognition. You received a Ph.D. in electrical engineering from the Carnegie Mellon University back in 1981 and has published numerous technical articles and books, of course. Dr. Carlotto contributed extensively to the investigation of the face and other structures in the Sedonia region of Mars, wrote a book back in 2016 called The Sedonia Controversy, analyzed anomalous objects in the STS-48 and STS-80 space shuttle videos, and participated in a recent study of unusual surface features on the far side of the moon. Mark, welcome back. Good to have you. Hi, hi George. Nice to be here. And happy holidays to you. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas and uh, a great start of the new year. You too. So so far, so good. Excellent. Mark, let me take just a few minutes before we get into your new work beyond Atlantis, which is amazing, by the way. How did you get involved in the Cydonia story? Uh, it was just, <laughs> it was reading the newspaper. Uh, there was an article about uh, the face on Mars and uh, back in 1985. And, um, you know, it, it, it talked about this formation and how, you know, planetary scientists had decided it was just uh, a rock formation, a tr- uh, an optical illusion. And but you know, looking at it, my uh, I don't know, my instinct, my intuition said, no, that 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 can't be the answer. There's got to be more to that. And so I started digging. And um, I mean, at that point, I was you know I was out of school, PhD, and mm-hmm. working for a fairly conservative 
you know, aerospace company and, you know, doing that kind of thing was like, mm, do I really want to get involved in this? And, uh, this whole other world opened up and, uh, it's, it's been a wild ride. Tell us what your theory was then and what it is today. No, back, back then it was, uh, trying to determine whether it was an artificial structure or not. That seems to me to be the key question. Um, and so that's what I did. I, I wasn't terribly interested in alignments and context and things like that, that others like, like Richard Hoagland were. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, we, you know, we worked together and we had a good relationship through those years. Um, and, you know, my, I don't know, my, my take on it at that point was I was pretty open-minded. It could, it could be, you know, E.T., it could be indigenous Martians, it could be a previous civilization from Earth. And uh, at this point, after spending the last uh, four or five years now looking at uh, Earth mysteries and uh, ancient civilizations and sort of where we came from, um, and sort of putting the ET uh, hypothesis on hold, just sort of for sake of argument, let's look at some other possibilities. I think it's possible that it was an earlier civilization from Earth, maybe a founding civilization back, um, you know, some dating that I did, uh, there's an article I posted on, uh, before Atlantis, um, that actually redoes the analysis that, uh, uh, Dick Hoagland did a number of years ago using star charts and, um, basically looking at patterns, uh, matching stars, matching the constellation, uh, the, the Pleiades and, um, sort of approaching it in a different way. And, I got a date of about 280,000 years, which is like wow. kind of in, in the early days of the, uh, you know, the early Sumerian kings. And, the, you know, if you're familiar with the Sumerian kings list, it goes back yeah. the 300, 400, by some accounts, 500,000 years ago. So, you know, this, this is the possible connection between Earth and Mars. It, so it may not be the remote past. It might have been early in our prehistory. That's, so that's my current take today. So you're still convinced, though, that it could be artificial? Yeah, I, and, and you know, it's, 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 it's really strange. I, I really expected to, to find more really compelling stuff. I mean, there's a few formations that, that are interesting, but nothing uh, that has really uh, struck me as being any more compelling than the face and the surrounding uh, structures in Cydonia. Um, especially the face. The face is a remarkable object. And people, even geologists have said to me, you know, it's remarkable how symmetrical it is. And let's jump ahead to today where you have been looking at some of our lost civilizations. Your latest book is called Beyond Atlantis, Vestiges of the World's Lost Civilizations. Tell me your thoughts on what you think Atlantis might have been, first of all. Well, I'm less inclined to think of Atlantis as a place. I think think of it more as a time. Okay. Um, because there are, there are um, stories of ancient civilizations and flood myths throughout the world, and uh, tales of, of civilizations in in all parts of the world, including the desert regions. Um, you know, T.E. Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia, talked about Atlantis of the Sands. He believed that there were vestiges of, of a, a prehistoric civilization in the desert buried under the uh, Rub al-Khali in, um, in, in Arabian Pre- Peninsula. And um, 
So I, you know, I think it, I think Atlantis, I'm not just counting that there was, uh, you know, Plato's account wasn't, um, wasn't factually correct to some degree. Um, but I think there was also other civilizations and other, other parts of the world in earlier times. So, you know, what I do in before Atlantis is kind of roll it, roll back the, the history even before, you know, 10,000 BC, which is when, uh, roughly when Plato said that, uh, Atlantis existed and, and others like Hancock and Baval and mm-hmm. um, other researchers have, have found evidence to support that. I wanted to go back even further. Um, and, uh, so that's what I, that's what I started in the before Atlantis and beyond Atlantis is really the culmination of that work where I present a lot, a lot of evidence uh, to support it. So it's sort of, I've, I've been trying to follow the data to see where the data leads and I'm convinced that uh, there, there, there's uh, hundreds of sites throughout the world that point to four locations on, on earth that are highly likely to have been previous poles. Um, and we can get into that later. It's, uh, there's, there's a lot of reasons for thinking that, but, um, again, I'm with this analysis, I'm more into the context, whereas, you know, in, in Mars, I was like really sort of focusing on, well, is it artificial or not? These things on earth are truly artificial. They're made by some hands, human or otherwise. So what I'm trying to do now is make sense and figure out what the chronology might've been, mm-hmm. um, how old could the earliest structures have been? Um, and basically reasoning through geometry and uh, climate change, using a lot of different kinds of information, uh, sort of a convergence of evidence um, approach to, uh, to coming up with some, some answers that are a little different from what others have been looking at. I'm looking at stuff that's a lot older. You know, I'm, I'm not interested so much in 10,000 um, uh uh, years ago, uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty far back for most people. But you know, people are talking about you know, uh, like uh, Graham Hancock talks about the end of of a of a um, of an ice age civilization during the Younger Dryas. Sure. Well, so where did that civilization come from? So my theory kind of addresses the time before that, and in the time in in, in eight, perhaps multiple ages before that. Um, anyway. And of course, Plato believes that Atlantis per se sunk. Do you still think there was some earth tragedies a long time ago? Yeah. You know, there's, it, it, it there's so much, uh, textual and, and, and other evidence suggesting that there was a sunken uh, continent, but geologists say that's impossible. Um, but, you know, you know it's, it's clear that we know so little about our planet. Um, I mean, there are new theories now about the nature of, of plate tectonics, that perhaps it's being driven by the moon and not so much by mantle convection. So, you know, geolo- geology, the big breakthrough in the 1960s was, was proving Wegener's theory of continental drift, uh, you know, which became known as plate tectonics. And, and that's, that's a proven theory. But that's not to say that, they know everything. Uh, so the possibility of sunken continents, I think that's, that's, that's an open question. I, um, I'm sort of pursuing a different hypothesis, but I'm not ruling it out. You know, I don't want to say, you know, it, it can't be anything else. I'm just trying to open the door to consider other possibilities. Um, so we, you know, kind of cover the bases. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Graham Hancock's going to be on the program next week, Mark. Anything you want me to pass on to him? Um, we're all grateful. He, you know, he started uh, he started this back uh, thirty plus years ago, and um, you know, it's it, it's changing paradigms is is really hard, and it's going to take a long time and. Uh, I, a lot of us are grateful that he's been in the fight and has been pushing this for so long. Um, so, um, congrats to him on his on his work in his series, uh, his Netflix series. Uh, I know it's, it's generated a lot of controversy, but uh, I, it's also opened up a lot of people's eyes to the possibility. So, uh, congratulations to him. Absolutely. Are you familiar with the work of Michael Cremo, Mark? Yes. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. He, he believes civilizations are millions of years older than this, what modern-day science is saying. And that may echo some of the things that you believe. Yeah, you know, he's uh, a, a lot of his work uh, keys off the idea of these out-of-place artifacts, these oop-arts. Uh, and, um, and some of them do go back that, that far. Um, and, you know, I, 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 again, I'm not going to rule that out. Um, I think and what I have in the beginning, the first chapter of uh, Beyond Atlantis is, uh, is a page and a discussion of um, examples of, of out-of-place artifacts that are, you know, perhaps tens of thousands of years old. And they're throughout, you know, exist throughout the world. And this is part of the argument I use to, uh, uh, to sort of establish the possibility that there wasn't a single uh, civilization that it was really it was really a worldwide civilization that it, that's existed for a very long time on earth just by virtue of the diversity of artifacts you know uh, 
you know, the Serapium in, in Egypt and the, the uh, statues and, and uh, other um, uh, pieces of art in Luxor, you know, the Egypt that, you know, attributed to the Egyptians and, you know, the enormous stones at Baalbek and in the uh, Sacred Valley in Peru and, you know, the Antikythera mechanism in Greece. I mean, it just, the list goes on and on. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, uh, Michael Cremo was the first to really, or one of the first to, um, you know, suggest that we should sort of take these, these uh, art of place, these out of place artifacts seriously, not as, not as like uh, mistakes or, you know, just mislabeled, um, samples, but as, as true, uh, as, 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 you know, pieces of data that can't be explained by current theories. And so it forces us to, you know, re-examine those theories and consider other possibilities. So again, you know, these are, you know, Hancock, Primo and, and others are, are really the pioneers that have gotten the, the ball rolling uh, so that we can, uh, hopefully we can continue to push the, the paradigm and, you know, look into some new, into some new directions. How many past civilizations that have simply vanished and disappeared do you think there might have been? I do. The, the, the uh, Beyond Atlantis has, has a, lot of, uh, a lot of photographs, a lot of figures. Um, it's not super heavy with, with text. Uh, you know, I don't repeat a lot of, a lot of stuff that's, that other people have written about. There's, it's footnoted and all that. Uh, and it's pretty you go through it pretty quickly until you hit the last chapter. And then, and then it's like, um, it's, this, it's pretty dense with, with some technical ideas. And one of the ideas there is I look at, um, at, at data again, the, the study that I do is very data intensive. And I look at data and based on the data, I, I, I estimate there's been tens of civilizations, civilizations of the, you know, of the, um, scope, uh, the, the magnitude of the Egyptians or the Sumerians. Um, and they, you know, they've come and gone, uh, cataclysms, um, uh, you know, a major disruption, uh, was the, the Toba eruption, this giant volcano, um, about 75,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is, this is well known. Uh, and it, I, I believe it had a devastating effect on some of the early civilizations, but you know, they, they rebounded, um, just like after younger Dryas and, um, and, and, you know, and likely, uh, after the next one, though, you know, it won't destroy everything. It'll be, um, it'll be, a somewhat of a reset, but not a complete reboot. Um, and, uh, and some, you know, parts of the world will be, will be affected more than others. Um, and, um, you know, those places that are more devastated may, may, you know, those civilizations may end, but others and other parts of the world may continue on. And, you know, I think there's, there's been this cross fertilization. It hasn't been a single mother, you know, uh, a lot of the researchers talk about sort of the, the, the mother or the parent civilization to, to uh, today's civilizations. I think that's just the last chapter. I, I think it's, it's uh, occurred many times. And, you know, the, the evidence for this is, is, mythological and, and religious, if you will. I mean, I think we've got to look at all the sources. It's not just, you know, science doesn't have the answers. I think uh, the answers are going to be found by a synthesis of, of science and myth and, and uh, you know, all different sources. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.